12 years, you didn't even know you had a son. But then one day, I ran away from military school to look for you. And I'll never forget the words you said when your eyes met mine. You're my what? Mr. Stratton? Yeah. Are you Edward Stratton III? That's me. Pleased to meet you. Hi. I'm your son. To join this man and this woman in holy matrimony. Will you, Edward, take this woman as your lawful and wedded wife? I will. And will you, Kate, take this man as your lawful and wedded husband? I will. With this ring, I thee wed. I now pronounce you husband and wife. Hey everybody, um, I just want to let you know that the beginning part of this podcast, when I started it, the episodes are out of order on this disc, as you'll hear me find out when I started watching this episode, which misses season four, episode two, entitled Mrs. Stratton Builds Her Dream House. I thought it was the season four, episode one premiere, Head Over Heels, guest starring Whitney Houston. So, I just, I didn't realize until Kate picked up that, like, magazine about designing homes or whatever it was. And I'm just like, seriously? Uh, But, so, (laughs) when you hear my confusion, you'll know why. (laughs) Like, what? No, I, eh. So, yeah. Enjoy, enjoy the episode. interesting here. I want to play this. It's like little bumpers. Like, Silver Spoons will be back after these messages. And now, Silver Spoons. I want to this. Wow. Silver Spoons will begin after these messages. And now, Silver Spoons. Alright, we uh, open up this season, open up this episode in Rick's room. Looks like it is a little bit different here. Uh, he's got a football right in his little nook window area. What is that? Always a little, like, they got like a little cushion on there. So, like, if he were into reading, he could just hang out by that window and just read. And, of course, he's like 15 going on 16. So, of course, we got to give a little something to the teenage girls, the ladies. As he is adjusting, he's tucking in his shirt and then pulling it back out again. And you do see a little bit of midriff section. So, oh yeah, I'm a liking. Teenage me is liking a lot. Apparently he wants to go with the not tucked in look. And it looks like he's still into one thing that he was into. I think like either season two or three is the um, rubber banded type bracelets. Uh, Apparently in the 80s that was a thing. This is 85, of course. I would have been three, so I don't think I was into the uh, the rubber bracelet thing. Didn't that, that trend kind of come back, like, five or eight years ago with, like, those different, like, animal-shaped, like, rubber band 
bracelet thingies. Oh, he's got a little mirror attached to um, the wall. That's pretty nice. Okay, so is this the school year? Is it summer? Oh, Rick's wearing shorts. I thought those were, were pants at first. But the camera, I guess, like, pulled back. And it's like, oh, no, he's actually wearing shorts and, like, loafers without socks. He's got his football. I thought there's a knock on the door. And I'm like, oh, it's going to be Alfonso. No, it's... It's Edward. Luke's Diner? What is that? I thought you went to the hamburger whatever it was called. The place that Lulu ran? Oh, he's still got that poster of... Who are those guys? Are they Duran Duran? I can't tell. I'm going to play this clip, though. One last thing, though. Oh, he's still... This is like a running thing since season one. He's still got that telescope in his bathroom. But it definitely, you can tell, this is not the same boy... I mean, it is, but he's matured, so it's like, let's get rid of all the 12-year-old kid stuff. You know the bed's not a race car bed. It hasn't been since, like, season three or halfway through season two. He's got, what a, it, it's like a parking meter that's got, like, different hats on it and stuff. Come in. Dad, all set for Duke's Diner? Aha, I got something better today. What could be better than Duke's? It's the only place that accepts Visa, MasterCard, and Blue Cross. <laughs> yeah, but I'll tell you what they don't have. A terrific home-cooked breakfast courtesy of Kate. <laughs> it's Sunday morning, Dad. A new, improved Sunday morning. <laughs> what about Dukes? My stomach gets all weak to hear those magic words. Hey, kid, you want some gravy on Dad? <laughs> yeah, Duke's wife's a charmer. <laughs> Eating here today, Dad, would be like breaking a tradition. Before you know it, we'll be having liver and onions on Thanksgiving. Kate's gone out of her way to try to please us. Come on. It won't be the same. Kate doesn't care about sports. Oh, give me a break, She Rick. thinks a wide end is something you get when you go off your diet. <laughs> so apparently Sunday it's a tradition to go into Duke's Diner, a place I've never heard of. And... Edward tells him, well, Kate has gone to the trouble of cooking us a really nice breakfast for us. We finally get to see the kitchen. This is something new. Um, well, since we've never seen the kitchen before, we do have a back set of stairs, which, of course, apparently every sitcom's got to have a second set of stairs if it does have a second... What in the good golly is this table? Where did they get this? Ew. It's really, it's a glass tabletop, but it's got like a yellow like monkey figurine holding up. And then it's got like a purple monkey and then I think a green monkey. And it's got these like um, hard like metal bat lattice chairs. It's just, it's really gaudy looking. I don't like it. Oh, there's a little ketchup mustard mayo stand over there. What, what in the world? What is this place? What, there's a peace sign right there, right near the, on the wall of the stand. What is this kitchen? It's weird looking. Kate hasn't decorated it yet, but it just looks really good. Another thing. I'm getting the impression, like, Edward's like, well, Kate's went through a lot of trouble to please us and this and that. And I'm like, you're still acting like, I don't know, like, it's like she's your wife now. And I don't know really how much time has passed since season three and season 
four, but there's a barbershop pole that looks like it's on top of, like, a totem in the middle of just to the right of the fridge. This is some weird, weird stuff. This is, like, Bachelor Edward days or something because this, I don't like it. Oh, gosh. Did she just pull up two cereal bowls with grapefruit root? Uh, my dad was always into drinking the grapefruit juice and whenever he's like oh can you pour me a glass of that and I would and it's like my nose hairs would immediately be singed right out of my nose like the acid in it was just so strong it's like oh I mean I drink orange juice but grapefruit juice is another beast entirely what the heck this I don't know what to make of this living room I mean kitchen I'm sorry it's really weird why do you have a set of back a back set of stairs? I'm not gonna come around the behind the the fridge. What is? I don't know. Whatever. It is what it is. If I keep harping on it, well, I'll never get through this episode. Is that? Oh, is that her breakfast for them? Is just here. Here's a spoon and just car start carving into this half a grapefruit. That's breakfast. I don't know about that. I thought he said that she was making a big breakfast. Like, going to a lot of trouble. I guess cutting open that one grapefruit was a lot of trouble. Kate's looking nice, though. I mean, she's got, like, some pale pink leggings to match her, her light pink button-up top. Of course, Rick's not having this. Like, what? Grapefruit? Like, seriously? Are you sure you want to go to all this trouble? I mean, we can still go to Duke's. Edward's dressed like he's ready to go out in public. Like, he's wearing a nice blue button-up shirt with some white khaki-ish pants. Rick's a teenager, so he's gonna wear whatever. It doesn't really matter, but it's just... Uh, yeah, she, oh yeah, I ate at Duke's once. It was, the food there it was so sloppy. Runny eggs and greasy fried potatoes. So she, I get it's the 80s, like health kick, stuff like that. But I'm sorry, but people need more to start their day than just a bowl of grapefruit with, like, a raspberry in the middle, if that's what that is, or a cherry. First, he's like, stop it, Kate, I'm salivating, jeez. Yeah, of course, Rick's got to bring his, um, security blanket or football with him. And Edward's like, honey, seriously, what are we having? And she's like, eggs Florentine. What is eggs Florentine? Clearly it's eggs. Oh boy. A uh, quick and easy recipe for eggs Florentine includes spinach, mushrooms, cream cheese cooked with eggs and garlic for a simple breakfast. I can't see Ed. Uh, but, 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 I can't see Rick going for that. He's a teenager. He needs some meat on them bones. Cook him some bacon. Well, Kate, you live with two guys. I don't know what to tell you. I guess they're used to just eating how they eat. Okay, um, is this the right episode? I don't think it is. Because now she's asking about, I bet, is this episode two? Oh my gosh, guys, I've been covering the wrong episode, I think. Shoot. I was going to say, when are we going to get to Whitney Houston? <laughs> oh no. Oh well. Okay, um, on this DVD, it's clearly flip-flopped, because I'm like, what am I watching? This is, I've been watching Mrs. Stratton build her dream house this whole time. Shoot. Okay, um, this isn't good. 
So I'm going to play this clip here as Edward and Rick are coming down the stairs. No, excuse me. No, I'm sorry. They're not coming down the stairs. They're coming from behind the fridge, behind that barbershop pole, which apparently this whole setup thing is going to be gone anyway once she gets around to, <coughs> excuse me, redoing the house. Because it just looks... It doesn't look, it's really tiny, Look, but then we're only seeing like a, a po it looks like a kitchen that you would, a small kitchen you would see in an apartment. It's just really, but then again, the camera is so close up by the fridge and Kate and focused on what she's doing and pulling out of the fridge that, you know, if the camera pulled back, we'd probably see more of the kitchen. But what I'm seeing of this kitchen, I am not impressed in the slightest. Kate's wearing all pink. Pink button-up top, pink leggings, pink sock. It's a light, light carnation pink. Or a cotton candy pink. Anyway, here's a clip. Mmm, 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 mmm. Smells good. What is it? Grapefruit. <laughs> Grapefruit? Are you sure you want to go through all this trouble? We can still go to Duke's. Duke's? I ate there once. The food was so sloppy. Runny eggs, greasy fried potatoes. Stop it. Those are magic. Salivating. Magic words to do. Greasy, oh, what sloppy. Do we have? Eggs Florentine. Now that's something you never hear at Duke's. Pick up eggs Florentine. <laughs> By the way, take a look at that cover on that home section. Hey, Dad, some great games on TV today. It's a nice looking kitchen. Lots of teeny little flowers. Well, wouldn't that look be great in here, huh? Oh, really, Rick? What games? Well, the Newark nerds are battling the Toledo turkeys. <laughs> Don't they play nude? Not totally. They wear knee pads. <laughs> well, it's okay, I guess, but what's the matter with the kitchen the way it is? It looks like crap! Well, I've always thought that it was very unusual. It is! <laughs> Lots of character. Lots of movie Unusual. Posters. Lots of character. You're, You're going somewhere with this. anymore, Edward. Well, for example, right. isn't that peace symbol a little outdated? I thought that was a Mercedes emblem. <laughs> well, that bothers you, honey. I'll just take it down. Take it all down. It's gross. Maybe the place could use a little facelift. It needs updating. Yeah, they're like... King Kong movie poster and Alfred Hitchcock and a peace sign which Rick is like, oh, I thought it was a Mercedes emblem or something. And it's just like, guy, you're married now, so you gotta kinda compromise a little with your wife. I mean, you're not living like a bachelor anymore. You are going to have to, you know, she wants to put her own little style. I mean, this is supposed to be her home too. And he's been living for the past umpteen years just how he wants, you know, him and his son. So it's like... But I guess this is just another side of adjusting to married life and living with a woman in the home and adjusting to that. But at this point, aren't they, haven't they at least been married for at least six months or so? But now it looks like train tracks are going to come out. They got construction guys, the RCA dog, Victrola dog, is being covered up with a tarp. It just basically is going to be 
out with the old and in with the new. It's not going to look like a guy place. It's going to look like an actual home. Because this living room never looked like a living room. Sure, it had a leather chase lounge couch, which looks extremely uncomfortable to sit on. I wouldn't want to sit on it. And then it's got a TV. That Those two things and that tin-like coffee table... Or that serving take coffee table is what basically represented a living room. And of course you got the train tracks. You know, someone already tripped over them. I mean, I remember saying in that Christmas episode, you know, one of these days, someone's going to trip over that thing. Certainly. But then again, you, Freddy's a known klutz. Apparently his family is like full of klutzes. An aunt, an uncle, falling downstairs and falling into trees and stuff like that, but the fact is like, no, nah, some of the stuff, we need to do some update. The train was great for three seasons, but let's kind of, let's do something different for a change. Make it look more like a house and less like a museum. Timeless treasures. Apparently it's morning time because... Edward's coming down in his green bathrobe and he's stepping over stuff on the stairs and he's going to get the door. It's probably more construction people. Now the traffic light thing on the wall there by the right of the door is kind of cool like that. And down he falls. Man, what in the world was left there? You know that people are still currently living there while you're working on stuff, right? Oh, he goes down. Ugh. I'm surprised he didn't break his back or something. But he gets up and it's no harm, no foul. He's fine. But who would be able to sleep with all that racket going on? I wouldn't. And Edward's shouting for Kate as he's opening the door. And of course, we got a guy bringing in some workers carrying a large ladder. So she didn't sleep on this. She got like, as soon as he gave her the go-ahead, she was on that phone getting a construction crew like in there. Hey! Hey! Look out, look out! Coming through! Ah, oh, the nightmare has begun! Hey, I didn't know you were there. Oh, listen, I'll be back in one second. I've got to talk to the electrician about our new powder room. Powder room? New powder room? Edward, I beseech you, stop this now before it's too late. Send these tradesmen away. Why, pray tell? <laughs> to save your marriage. Don't you think you're being a little overly dramatic? I'm being underly dramatic. I don't want to see you end up like Ted and Babs. Well, didn't they split up? Precisely, and they were just redoing a little den. <laughs> okay, you don't need a big drill or whatever jackhammer. Edward, you? you've just recently married. A new family is like a freshly hatched egg. Redecorating is like <laughs> an egg beater. Dex, our family's like a hard-boiled egg. Solid, strong. Is it? Goes good on salads. <laughs> What's going on? There's a whole bunch of trucks coming up. More trucks? Kate! I got it. Disaster headquarters. Hi, Freddy. No, no, sorry, I can't. My dad's taking me to the Mets game tonight. Uh, no, Rick, I'm not. Freddy, 
I just got rained out. Yeah, I'll see you at school. Bye. Well, I'm sorry, son, but I checked my appointment calendar. I promised Kate I'd take her to a party. For charity. What's the charity? Neglected children? Fast. You must be the interior decorator. Remarkable. How did you know? You're not wearing a hard hat. <laughs> Good eye. Okay, this is You must be Morgan. Guy. Whatever. Guy. 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 Now, Guy costs at least 40% more than the guy. <laughs> Try 50%. I'm Edward Stratton. My son, Rick. This is uh, my business manager, Dexter Stuffins. Nice to meet you. I have to run. If you have a scrap of decency in you, you'll come out that door with me and leave this family in peace. <laughs> He's frightened you, hasn't he? Are you planning on changing a lot? Life is change. <laughs> Boy, are you going to live. Dad, are you listening to this? Well, son, I'm sure Guy has... He... Whatever. <laughs> Both of them are very knowledgeable. We certainly are. Yeah, I... Oh, man. I don't know. I think this is getting a bit excessive. I mean, of course, he's she's got a vision in her head. We don't know what that vision is, but apparently, I'm guessing those arcade machines are gonna be gone. I mean, if the train tracks and the train are going, and the chase lounge, and that, um serving tray type uh, coffee table and everything. I've, this gee guy, whatever his name is in the suit, he looks expensive. He looks extremely expensive. And did Edward not sit down with her and say, honey, look, I get it. You want to redo the house? That's great. I fully support it. But crunch some numbers. Don't just give her free reign. Like, hey, let's stick within this price amount and see what you want to do so we can agree on, like, this is fine. Just don't bankrupt us. I mean, I get changing some things, but, I mean, a powder room? Man, she she probably doesn't want to share a bathroom with her husband. I get it. I mean, who wants to share a bathroom with her husband, right? (laughs) Yeah. I don't have a problem with it personally. It's not like I wear a crap ton of makeup. I don't wear any makeup for those of you listening. I just, I'm pretty, I'm pretty solid when it comes to that. I don't, I don't need that extra stuff. And Dexter comes in, he mentions some couple that like just recently got married who they did a little renovation. Apparently they're Splitsville now. So he's like, oh, you better be careful, Edward. You don't want to end up like Tammy and Ralph or whoever they are. (laughs) <laughs> and apparently he had Edward had plans to go to like a Mets game with Rick because Rick's on the phone to um, Freddie and this is during the week that this is all going on and Rick has to go like underneath a tarp because every stick of furniture in that living room is covered with a tarp or a cloth he's like I'm sorry Freddie I can't do whatever it is you want to do I'm going to the Mets game with my dad of course, Edward's like, I'm sorry, Rick. I promised Kate we'd go to a dinner party. And 
Even at the earlier when Rick's like sitting down at the kitchen table while, you know, Kate's bringing up the whole let's remodel the house and Rick's like pretending to have a conversation with his dad. <laughs> He's and even here he feels like, "Oh, you're neglecting your you're neglecting me now." Well, get he, he's married, I get it. You want to do things with your wife and everything and, and also make time for yourself. It feels like, remember, it was season one, wasn't it? Was it season one that said, like, three's a crowd or something where he and Rick decide to go skiing and then Kate comes along and this is where Kate and Edward are still trying to feel each other out as far as their relationship. And it becomes a romantic weekend and... Rick, Rick at the time, Ricky just ends up zipping out. It's like, I can't, I, you guys do what you want to do, I'm out. And it just, it seems like, yeah, this is going to be the situation. And you gotta, like, have, have limits. Have, you should have really, I mean, granted, we don't know how much time has passed between her bringing up here, look at this magazine. He's like, oh, that looks nice. To bring in a construction crew and just go to town and do what you want to do. Like, giving her free reign of, whatever you want, honey, I'm for it. You don't even have to ask me. Just do it. I, I, he's like, I'm not going to step on your toes. But I think eventually he is going to have to step in and say, this is too much. We gotta put it a stop to this because this is, yeah. So Kate comes in to deal with Gee, and she's got what is she holding? It looks like like a ripped scrap of paper. Like is it a wallpaper sample? Maybe I don't know what that is. The second floor. You're redoing the. Well, I guess it's called Mrs. Stratton builds her dream house. So, she's redoing the entire house? <sighs> sure. She's got to have that powder room. She's got to have her she shed or her she cave. Like, Edward's got to have his man cave. I don't think he's got a man cave. When are we going to see that pool house? That's, that's probably like season five, the final season, where Rick wants to move out into it. But, apparently he's got some blueprints this gee does of what Kate wants for the second floor. Even Rick's like, the second floor? Isn't his bedroom on the second floor? Don't be touching that boy's bedroom. You leave his bedroom alone. Edward finally say, honey, can I see you for a second? Like, yeah, this is, I mean, I get it. You want to do the, the living room, the kitchen. You want to create a powder room for yourself to make yourself beautiful, whatever. Fine. But if you're taking over the entire house and redoing it, that is, I'm putting my foot down. I can't, we, we can't do this. Because then it's going to become an inconvenience for them. And I get it, marriage is all about compromise, so. Oh, hello, ye Mrs. Stratton. <laughs> Here are the plans for the second floor. Oh. Second floor? Kate. Kate, can I see you for a minute? Tell your husband not to worry. Everything's under control. And besides, it's too late to stop now. <laughs> Anybody see my books? They were on the table. Anybody seen the table? 
honey, uh, yeah, I know we agreed to a few changes, but it takes fewer people to put up a circus tent. We looked at the plans together. Well, yeah, I know, and they were all nice and neat. There weren't all these people running around on them. Uh, Edward, every time I tried to talk to you, you said, uh, you take care of it. I trust you. Oh, but I did trust you. Did? Yeah. Do. <laughs> Do. Look, I, I know it's going to be a little bit of a hassle, but think about how great it's going to be when it's all done. This is that important to you, isn't it? Yeah. Well, once I started looking at this house, the floors, the beams, the moldings, I suddenly realized how beautiful it could become for all of us. Go ahead. Make it beautiful. Just step on it. Thank you. Hi, Mr. Stratton, Mrs. Stratton. Hey, Good morning, Alfonso. Hi, Rick. Hi, Alfonso. Found Boy, do you believe this? Looks like fun. Yeah, I always like to start my day under a tarp. Hey, if it works and it doesn't hurt anybody. Ever since my dad's married, Kate, things in his house have changed. He doesn't take me out for Sunday breakfast anymore. And we're not going to the Mets game tonight either. That's really terrible. Can I have the tickets? Come on, we're going to leave. Rick, Guy's drawing up some really exciting plans for your room. My room? Yeah, we'd like to see what you think. Oh, oh, we'd like your input. You want my input? Don't do anything. Put nothing in. Yeah. So Edward does talk to Kate, and he's like, "Honey, I said we could, you can make some changes, but I didn't want you to go overboard." And she's like, "Yeah, honey, I've tried to talk to you, Edward, but every time I tried to bring it up, you're like, oh, honey, you take care of it. I'm sure it'll be great. Don't worry about it. It's all on you.'" And yeah, she just, I, I get what she wants. She wants to kind of put her own personal touch and make it feel like this isn't just Edward and Rick's home this is her home too because you know she is part of this family and Rick's trying to find his uh school books or folder or whatever and he has to go underneath the tarp Edward comes um Edward just gives Kate the go ahead like you you do what you want I'm sure it's gonna be great you make make it beautiful and <laughs> Alfonso comes in is like, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Stratton, how's it going? And, of course, we see Rick trying to get out from underneath the tarp. <laughs> and Rick kind of complains, like, you know, ever since Dad married Kate, he's just been kind of neglecting me, you know. We always, Sundays, we'd always go out to Duke's Diner. We were going to go to a Mets game tonight, but then he canceled because he's got to take Kate out to a party. And it's just, Yeah. So as he's heading out the door, Edward and Kate are like, oh, Rick, we got great ideas for your room. Guy, the interior designer, has great ideas for your room. You want to, you know, know what they are. And Rick just looks at Kate and says, yeah, here's what I want. Leave it alone. Basically, do not take anything out of it. Don't put anything in it. Leave it exactly as it was. Thank you. I'm with Rick. Don't touch his room. That's his space. You want to decorate the rest of the house? Go for it. Of course, you know, after hearing this, Kate and Edward kind of look at each other like, oh, okay. 
I'm with Rick on this. Just leave his stuff alone. He's he's still adjusting to the fact that his dad and Kate are married. Okay, week one. Looks like Rick wants to go for a midnight snack or something. I'm sure the kitchen is under renovation, but we really don't see much of it because it's like dark. And then when he, the only bit of light we get is from the inside of the fridge. And he turns on a lamp, which is like one of those lamps that you'd see at like Pizza Hut, the one with the stained glass. And we do see the countertops have, um, they're not granite countertops, they're more, they're laminate countertops, which I don't think maybe granite wasn't a thing, or maybe it's still in the, you know, working stages of becoming a new kitchen. Like I said, it's also still, sh it's shrouded in darkness, so we don't know what the kitchen, it's a lot cleaner, <laughs> you know, there, stuff isn't all piled up on the countertops, so. I guess Rick is trying to find out where stuff is. Everything he's usually able to find when, when he needs it. But now that things are being worked on, it's like, well, where is this? I need the can opener to open this. Or I need the uh, thing to pop the top on this drink. Looks like Rick was getting out of the fridge, like, some long thing of pepperoni or salami or... Or venison, or, or whatever. Anyway, he ended up finding a hacksaw and started going to, like, just sawing off a chunk of it. It was like, alright. And that was week one. Now we have week two where Kate is coming into the living room. Her armor is filled with, like, blueprints, plans, all that stuff. Oh, no, it looks like wallpaper samples. And someone is, this guy is painting, like, the archway white. And Kate's on the ladder, and of course this guy is checking on her behind, while Edward comes into the living room, and the guy is not paying attention to this painter, and he ends up hitting Edward's face. Or hitting it with the paintbrush. And Edward is not amused. Week three, Rick's in his bed. And it looks like it's a thunderstorm outside. So apparently, what, they're also fixing the roof or something? Because he starts wiping at his face. And it's like, what the heck? These are all just, like, little scenes and everything on a, uh, a, a, a fixing the house montage. Basically showing how Edward and Rick are both being very inconvenienced by this whole thing. And I'm sure eventually this is going to hit a breaking point. It's going to hit a nerve. So Rick gets out of his bed and he puts a bucket right where that water was hitting. <sighs> and then he just moves his pillow and blanket to the foot of the bed. And it's just like someone took a giant bucket of water and just doused him. Because his blanket and his whole face. I mean, the room is dark. So you're only seeing a little bit of it. But this part is actually in the intro of um, the theme song of him just getting doused with water. I would be so PO'd if this were me. Because he, he sits up and you just see this giant wet spot where his head was and it almost makes it look like he wet the bed. But now he is reclining on his bed with the light on. And it doesn't look like really anything in his room has changed too much. 
I don't know. Maybe Kate just thought, just decided, you're right. It's his room. I'll leave it as it is. Because it really, it's got nothing to do with her. It's just chilling, listening to music. How much you want to bet that Katie's going to come through the door and say, Oh, Rick, can you turn off that music? The construction workers can't hear themselves drill holes into the wall. when Rick was playing his loud music. Yeah, I I thought Kate was going to come in and tell him to turn it down, but no, it's Edward like, Rick, turn it down! Don't you think that music is a little loud? And Rick's like, no, no, Dad, it's not. This is my favorite song. Silent Love. I don't know know if it's even a real song. But (laughs) Edward's like, look, the flowers outside are beginning in the garden are beginning to wilt. Can you turn it off? So they kind of sit down and 
Rick doesn't want to say anything because he knows if he gives his opinion, Edward's just going to look, look. This is just Kate. This is what Kate wants to do. She wants to feel, you know, I'm married to her now. I want her to feel like, you know, we're a family and this house is, you know, partly hers as well. Granted, I don't see, like I said, why does she got to touch Rick's room? She's not going to be spending time in there. And putting fancy toilet paper with, I can't remember, did they do that? In the 80s, with the toilet paper, with like, I know that paper towel would do it where they'd have like pictures on it stuff, but toilet paper? And Alfon, well, and um, before the, you know, Edward's like, son, do you want to voice your opinion? You want to say anything to me? And Rick is just like, no, I don't. So Edward leaves. Alfonso comes in in a suit and tie, and I'm like, why is he wearing a suit and tie? What's up with that? Turns out Dexter wants to take Alfonso to a French restaurant where it's really dark and no one can see anything anyways. And then Rick, they're kind of hashing out, you know, they're being teenagers. Like, Kate's doing all of this, making all these changes. Uncle Dexter's doing this and make me wear a suit and tie to this restaurant. And Rick's like, look. He, as he brings out two large wicker-type baskets of clothes, which, of course, you have your white clothes, and then you do your colors separately. So she wants Rick to, unless, uh, she, if she's doing his laundry, I mean, I get it, separate them both, because you don't want the colors mixing in with the whites and everything, and then you're going to have, like, blue underwear or pink underwear or whatever. And, of course, Alfonso's like, that's segregation. You separating the whites and the colors. It's like, okay, you didn't need to put that joke in there. Come on. It's just, that's weak sauce. It's laundry. You know you're supposed to separate them. Is she having Rick do his own laundry now? I mean, he is old enough. He should be doing his own laundry. So Alfonso and Rick just toss Rick's dirty clothes, like, all over his room. Even putting, like, a pair of either a, a white t-shirt or underwear, I couldn't tell what it was, and a shirt over a lamp, which it was off. But it's like, that is a fire hazard. Kate comes in, looks around, sees all the clothes just on the floor, on his bed, here and there. And Rick is like, hey, look, I'm taking, uh inventory of my stuff. And she doesn't say anything else because Alfonso's there. So now we're going to cut downstairs to I'm guessing the remodeling is just finishing up or it's still in progress. I honestly think, because like I've said, guys, I haven't seen these episodes. A lot of these episodes I have not seen. So I'm just guesstimating that Rick's going to hit a hit a point. He's pretty much already there and it's just going to take one little thing to push him off the edge and he and Kate are going to have it out with each other. You know that Rick's feeling neglected by his dad. He's still, you know, Rick's still adjusting to Kate being his stepmom and his dad's wife and everything like that. And the fact that she's like probably going to say something like I Gave you those baskets to separate your clothes so your room isn't a pigsty. And he's probably going to say something like, Look, it's my room. You might be my stepmother, but I don't need you butting into my life. You can redecorate the rest of the house, but leave me and my room out of it. Oh! 
Edward and Dexter are sitting on sawhorses. There's still some stuff that's being covered by cloth, drop cloths. And I do see in the far right corner there some arcade games, the stand-up arcade games. So let's hear what Edward and Dex, they're just chatting. They're shooting the breeze. Like Dexter's like, hey, you and Kate still together after this whole mess going on? You guys haven't gotten on each other's nerves. And now I'm kind of wondering if Kate's going to come down and she's going to hear Edward say, you know, I didn't want this to happen in the first place, but she's my wife. And I want to make her happy, but I really... He's going to probably say, I don't like this, how it looks. I wish she just didn't touch anything and just left it the way it was. And Kate's going to come in on that. What I, I think either way... Someone's going to blow up at somebody. Someone's going to overhear something that wasn't really technically meant for their ears. And it's there's going to be a fight. There's going to be an argument. That's my guess. The place looks charming. You and Kate still together? <laughs> no problem. Yeah. Except for Rick. It's starting. What's the matter? I always thought we had such a good relationship. Now I'm not so sure. I tried talking to him. He just clams up. Well, I suggest you as a method I've developed to deal with Alfonso when he's reluctant to discuss something. What's that? Go up there, shine a bright light in his face, and grill him till he talks. Do I have to go? Yes. Come over here. I'm sorry, Alfonso. There are moments in life we all must endure. I'm afraid you're just going to have to eat that exquisitely presented, incredibly delicious gourmet French cuisine. <laughs> Take a good look around, Dex. Be the last time you see the place looking like this. Early arcade. <laughs> I'll miss it. What are you doing with them? Selling them? He doesn't look like he's happy with the changes either. Me too. Yeah. All right, so things are slowly coming along. They got the chase lounge. Looks like that leather couch thing is being moved out. Train tracks look like they're gone. The arcade machines are out. I don't know where they put them. Whether he had them sold off or he put them in storage, I don't know. It looks like it's a school day, and Edward's like, "Hey, where are you going?" And Rick says, well, Dad, I'm going to go to Duke's. You know, I never thought I'd say this, but I'm kind of sick of their greasy food <laughs> and their potatoes. But Edward wants to, he did tell when he was talking to Dexter, like, I really, I'm trying to communicate with Rick, but he's just shutting me down at every turn. And I don't know how to reach him. You know, it seems like we used to be good with communication. But I'm thinking, Edward, he, he's a teenager, he knows that if he says anything bad about Kate, you're going to jump down his throat. So he probably figures I may as well not say anything and save the peace in this house. So yeah, Edward wants to talk to his son and Rick, of course, is like, oh, why did I do something wrong? And they go to sit on the couch, but immediately it's like, oh, no, no, hey, get off the couch. The sofa's out of here. It's like, dude, take a chill pill. I know you guys are on the clock, but... That's still their residence. Take a five minute break somewhere. But whatever. So they decide to go into the kitchen. Or what's left of it. 
the kitchen, the space is just really open. They, they still got those movie posters. Those look so whatever. So Rick's like, Dad, the sign on the kitchen says keep out. And Edward's like, well, it's my kitchen, so they can just hold themselves. Because you and I need to talk. And they sit on the sawhorses. And we're going to find a reason why they told, you know, whoever, like, do not enter the kitchen. It's, they should have said danger zone, as in do not enter the kitchen. So Edward starts with, look, I, I understand, Rick, that you aren't happy with the whole redecorating the house thing. And Rick kind of, like, puts up, like, Dad, just stop, okay? Because I, I know what you're going to say. That's why I'm not saying anything. And Edward's like, well, great. You know what I'm going to say? Can you tell me? Because I don't know what to, t- to say to you. So Rick starts out with saying that ever since you and Kate got married, things in the house have changed. And he's like, or haven't you noticed? It's like, Rick, of course your dad has noticed that things have changed. And of course Edward's like, noticed? I'm sitting on a sawhorse. And Rick is like, well, how come you've let Kate take over? And Edward explains, he's like, son, she hasn't taken over. She lives here now. She's my wife. She's your stepmom. And I get it. It's like that house used to be like a bachelor pad for, you know, Edward. And, and then he brings in his son. And now he Edward's married. And it's like the house can't remain like a bachelor pad anymore. It, you know, you have a wife now. She wants to feel like that house is also hers. You know, I mean, it kind of makes me think of when, you know, Pam moved into my dad's house and how Pam started having things done with the house. And it it looks a lot better for for it now. The house looks amazing when she, you know, put her her own touches on it because, you know, that's, you know, her house in a way now. So So I'm going to play this clip here as he and Rick hash this whole thing out. You know, I understand Edward's like, you know, it's her house now too, so she wants to put a little of herself into it. And Rick is like, see, I knew you'd take her side. I know there's basically no talking to you about this. Where are you going, son? I'm late. It's only 7.30. I have to go to Duke's for breakfast again. I never thought I'd say this, but I'm sick of Duke's greasy potatoes. <laughs> and I'm sick of Duke. Rick? Come here, I want to talk to you, son. Let's sit down on the sofa here. Did I screw something up? No, no, but I know you're up. Hey, 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 now. sofa goes! We can take a hint. <laughs> Let's go into what's left of the kitchen. Rick! Dad, that sign said keep out. Well, this is still my kitchen. If they want to bother us here, they can just wait. Look, son, I know this redecorating is bothering you. Dad, it's not going to do any good to talk about it, because I know what you're going to say. Great. Tell me, because I don't. All right. Ever since you've married Kate, things in this house have changed. Or haven't you noticed? Noticed? I'm sitting on a sawhorse. (laughs) How come you've let her take over like this? She hasn't taken over, son. Kate lives here now. She has a right to put something of herself in the house. You see, I knew that you'd... What? You knew that I'd what? 
Forget it. No, no, now, don't shut down on me, Rick. I can't read your mind. I knew that you'd be on her side. There are no sides here. We're all in this together. Then why do I feel like I don't count anymore? You mean as much to me as you ever have. But things have changed, you know? It's not just you and me anymore. I know. It's you, me, and half the construction workers on Long Island. I know it isn't easy for you, son. But it's very important to me that you accept Kate as part of our family. You don't really have a choice in the matter, Rick. So we talked. What good did it do me? I know it was bothering you, and now you understand how I feel about it. See, when you stop talking, things start to fall apart. <laughs> you haven't been exactly speaking up yourself. I know that you've been bothered by the stuff happening in the house. No, I haven't. I'm glad we're redecorating. I know you're irritated. You get that expression when your eyes get squinty. <laughs> That's just me trying to visualize how great it's going to look. No. Hey, let her rip! You need to get out of there like now. Oh, my God! They could have been killed! My God! I think it's time to talk to Kate. You need to talk to her yet. This is so it almost feels like what I'm getting from Rick is that he feels like he's kind of like, oh, I don't matter to you anymore since you and Kate got married. I feel like I'm being edged out of he out of your maybe even semi reply. I don't know, but it's. The way that he's reacting is probably no different than if you had a single parent who all of a sudden got remarried and then their spouse moved into the house and you're adjusting to a new way of how things are done. It's it's an adjustment period. I mean, it's not like he just met Kate like a year ago. He's known her now for probably, what, two, three years but at the point when he met her, she wasn't Edward's girlfriend. She wasn't his wife. It really did. She didn't live at the house. So, but yeah, it's just a matter of everyone has to make adjustments. And Rick kind of calls out his dad like, look, I know you're not happy about this whole remodeling thing any more than I am. I get, I see that let squinty look in your eyes that you get when you're irritated. And of course, Edward plays it off like, oh no, I mean, that's just me envisioning how it's going to look when it's like, no, 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 no. So we hear as Neil, Edward, and Rick are just trying to come to a certain impasse there and just get out what needs to be said. They both said their piece. Edward finally says, hey, look, this is how things are. Kate is a part of the family. This is something you're just going to have to work through and deal with, just like I'm doing. And, yeah, it's like, and Edward even says, son, don't shut me out. Don't shut down on me like this, because we need to keep, you know, the lines of communication. Oh, because... He's like, I can't read your mind, son. You need to talk to me if something is going on so we can talk it out and work through it. And all of a sudden you hear the little whoop. And I'm guessing they're from upstairs, so they're working on the second floor now. Like, did they take it floor by floor? 
because you hear this beep, beep, beep sound, and Edward and Rick kind of look around, and they're like, where is that coming from? And all of a sudden, it's like, I guess they're ripping out the floor right above, so basically the ceiling above their heads, and things just start crashing down with the drywall or the flooring and the dust. I'm like, they could have been killed. Stuff is falling. Particles of flooring and everything is, like, coming down on their heads to the point where they had to duck and cover. It's like, stuff actually hit them. They could have concussions. They could have been killed. Granted, yes, the sign did say keep out. But the construction people could have let them know, like, hey, don't go in there because we're moving to the second floor and we're going to be working right above the kitchen. That's a lawsuit right there. I'm like, you could have killed me. Get out of here. I'll pay you what I owe you for now, but just just get out of my house. You're done. But they survive. They're covered in drywall dust or whatever it is, flooring dust. They look at each other and like, okay, it's time to have a talk with Kate. Where is Kate in all of this exactly? Where has she been? I thought they took the train tracks and the train out. What is it still doing there? But Kate is talking with Guy and whoever that dude is. And apparently they're all smiles, so things are working out for them. But yeah, Kate, you need to talk to your husband and stepson. They're not happy with... And they're covered in dust. Okay. What happened? Are you all right? Never been better. Considering the kitchen just blew up, you were in there? You guys shouldn't have been in there. Shut up. Take a break. Yeah. Touchy. Hey, Dad, they're taking away your train. Hold it. Wait a minute. What the heck? Where are you going with that? A choo-choo does not belong in a living room. This one does. But it clashes. I'm like, this is my house. Let me tell you something about that train. It didn't just wander in here by accident. I dreamed ever since I was a kid about having a train like this. I laid these tracks, and when the engine's broken, I repair it. This train is here because it's part of my life, and I'm not ready to let it go yet. The train stays. Yes. All right, men. White men say, I'm horse stay. <laughs> Let me start by saying I love you. But this is bad, huh? Yeah. This has gone beyond what I thought we'd do. We agreed to fix up, not blow up. I know, I know. Every morning I've been waking up and and I wonder. How did I ever get us into this mess? I mean, it started out with fresh paint and some new curtains, and somehow it ended up with dynamite. (laughs) This is a lot like the blob. What? Did you ever see that movie? You see, this started out just doing the kitchen. Gurgle. (laughs) Then it moved into the living room. Gurgle splat. (laughs) Then upstairs. Gurgle splat squish. (laughs) And finally, it took over the whole house. 
gurgle, splat, squish, crunch, belch. By the end of the movie, everybody had been eaten by the blob or was very tense. Very tense seems very relaxed to me right now. I knew you guys thought that I turned the house into a war zone. Kate, why didn't you talk to us about it? Really? Well, what could I say? Somehow, oops didn't seem to cover it. I don't know. I kind of like oops. A wise man once said, when you stop talking, things just fall apart. This episode's about communication. I guess we're all having to learn how to live with each other. All I wanted to do was to make a home. Three of us. I just hope when it's done, it'll be worth all the trouble. I'm sure it will be. Even the blob had a happy ending. There must be some way to make this all easier. Maybe we should move into the guest house until the work is finished here. You huh? have a right. good idea. Let's keep communicating from now on. Deal? Are we going to see this? Deal. Why don't we keep talking about this down at Duke's Diner? Huh? You really want to go to Duke's? I'm kind of over it. Sure. <laughs> and we'll get some of those fabulous greasy potatoes. You sure? Uh -huh. I hated that stuff. Uh-huh. What a family. Yeah. Huh? We're finally communicating. <laughs> We're off the Dukes and none of us wants to go there. <laughs> now, you guys need the boys need to take a shower. You guys are covered in dirt. So... Turns out when Guy and the construction guys go to move the train, like, okay, we gotta move this train out of here, Edward is finally, he's like, I've, I've had enough. This train stays. You all can go take a break. And he's saying, you know what? I brought this train into this house. Ever since I was a boy, I wanted a train in my house. I laid these tracks. I fixed the engine when it goes down. The train is going to stay here. So he finally talks to Kate and all three of them kind of air out the dirty laundry that has been accumulating and, you know, their, their issues that they've been having. And Edward just says, honey, look, when I said that you could fix some stuff, I didn't mean redo the whole house. And Kate understands, like, I know, I'm sorry I went overboard. I just, it seemed like trying to talk to you about it just it wasn't gonna go you know when I envisioned it in my head it wasn't gonna go the way that you know I just pictured you guys just being mad at me and I get it you know Kate wants to put you know a little of herself into the house now that she's living there and I'm guessing that the basis of this episode is all about communication breakdown when you're not talking when you're not communicating with each other you know things are gonna go awry and it's just you gotta keep those channels of communication open and he really should have been been on her I mean I know he said like hey I know you want to do a little bit and they should have taken it, you know, he should have kept checking in with her and everything. Like, okay, we're going to focus on this. You want to do a little bit of this? You want to powder room? That's great. We can do that. But it all just, over the course of almost a month, went from one extreme to another extreme to another. And it just got way out of hand. 
So, yeah, they just said, along, look, in the future, let's just talk to each other if we have a problem and not let things escalate like this. And they all decide to go to Duke's diner, and I'm like, Rick's, like, pretty much, like, I'm kind of over that now. Like, it's run its course. But Kate wants to build this impasse. Like, hey, I know I said I don't want to go there. It's like, oh, it's so greasy and sloppy and everything. But I kind of, she wants to meet them halfway. Like, they are a family, and they are going to have to work at making adjustments, you know, giving and taking and everything like that, so. And that's good, so. They all decided to, <laughs> granted, I'm like, Edward and Rick, guys, go hop in the shower real quick and get that grit and dirt and whatever off of you before you go out in public. <laughs> oh! They come back from dinner and it's gorgeous! The, the gray carpeted area rug. We got the nice, like, pinstripe sofa. We got a nice little armchair. A nice glass coffee table with, you know, uh, wicker um, footing. It's just it's so beautiful. It looks like a living room. Granted, yes, the train isn't there right now, but... Oh, wait, no. I can see the tracks. I'm sorry. The tracks actually go over. Okay. So, it's a compromise. This just looks so great. Oh, my God. And I like this going forward. Like, last three seasons, it's been, you know, I, I've mentioned it already about how the, everything's been. But now it's like season four. It's like, let's change things up. Edward and Kate are married. Let's make it more of a family home and an actual living room. <laughs> so, Mm, excuse me. So I'm going to play this clip. This, oh, I love it. Interesting lighting arrangement. Be careful. There's a beautiful table over here. I found it. <laughs> when do we get to see it for ourselves? As soon as I find the light switch. Looks about the same to me. Is that a new fireplace poker? Come on, guys. Hey, just what I always wanted, a uh, thingamabob. A see-through thingamabob. That, that's an antique letter holder. Oh. Honey? Then why is it not on the desk? It's wonderful. I love it. Oh. It's really great, Kate. Oh, there's just one thing missing. What? What? It's terrific. Uh, the perfect little accessory. Aw, what is it? Oh! I love it! Oh, my God! The nice thing about this train is that it goes with everything. <laughs> Alfonso comes in with the train. Oh, it's so nice. Everything is just great. <laughs> and I like how they say it's the train, it goes with everything. And that's the episode. I I loved this episode. I kind of liked it even a little more than the opener with um, the Head Over Heels episode with Whitney Houston. Just because it seemed like there was more to this one. Whereas the first one just had a 
Dexter meets Whitney Houston. He falls in love with her quickly over the course of a week. And they end up just remaining, you know, friends or whatever at the end. Whereas this one, it just had different... You saw a montage of weeks of stuff being done and things, you know, tempers flaring and, and emotions building to a crescendo and everything like that. And then them working things out at the end. It just... I really liked it. I really, really did. Um, so... I think they're keeping the train. I'm going to keep the train rating. So, I'm going to give this one... I'm going to give it a 4 out of 5. Let's see. I really... I just like the progression with the montage of them working on the house. And I... I like the living room set. I like them talking things out. You know, Rick and his dad. And then Edward, Kate, and Rick hashing things out and them just coming to an understanding and Kate just like, hey, let's all go to Dukes and so, you know, just be a family. So, yeah, and the only thing I gotta say I didn't care for, I didn't care for the blob reference, but I I didn't care for the whole, that's segregation with the two different laundry baskets, like... It didn't need to shoehorn that and that was a weak I that was just it was a weak joke. And just like don't don't do that. I really liked Kate's blue sweater towards the end. So my silver spoonful for this episode is gonna be simple. Communication is key. Especially if you're going to be redoing a house. Um also you know, blended families, you know, you and your spouse get married and he has a son. So there's going to be a little bit of leeway that has to happen. And commun- communication is key to everything, whether it's remodeling your house, whether it's adjusting to living somewhere else and living with different, you know, family members, adjusting to being a family and just, just talk things out. Don't let it boil over until you both scream at each other. And and it, that's just going to make it worse. So. Alright. Let's see what is going to happen in the next episode. We actually. We are getting a returning character. Who we have not seen since season three. Let's see. Let me find it here. Come on. Oh, this thing is a butt. Yes. Oh, you know what? Okay, this is um just looking at the ratings here. The first episode had over heel, 7.3. The episode Mrs. Stratton Builds a Dream House, which I just covered, 7.2 IMDb. Season 4, episode 3, entitled Poor Evelyn. Yes, we are getting the return of Rick's mother. <laughs> These episodes are always... A- <laughs> yeah. Um, you know there's going to be no um, shortage of disagreements and pointing fingers and problems arising. Poor Evelyn. Rick's mom comes for a visit and they discover she's broke. She refuses to take money from Edward. The fact that he even offers is ridiculous. I mean, I get it. It's his ex-wife, the mother of his son. 
So Rick asks Edward to give her a job. Give her a job where? His factory? His toy factory? Really? I, I know he owns other lucrative businesses, many of which I, I don't know what ones, but anyway. What about that restaurant that Lulu owns? Just have her go there and wait tables. Teach her how to earn a, a wage, respectably. Um, and he, Rick also begs his dad pretty much to let Evelyn also stay with them. Ugh, that sounds like an icky, sticky situation. Edward, he and Kate just got married. Now you're going to bring your ex-wife in to hang and stay with you? That is going to be... And I'm not surprised on her first day she causes nothing but problems. <sighs> well, <laughs> if you're going to have your son there, of course you got to deal with the ex-wife. Yeah, well... It is what it is. <laughs> so yeah, if you guys want to send an email, talk about your memories of Silver Spoons, the episodes you've watched, you can send an email to silverspoonspodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. If you want to follow, if you're new to the podcast, if you want to follow along on social media, you can type in Silver Spoons Podcast in Facebook. Together we're going to find our way podcast is going to pop right up. Same thing with Instagram, Silver Spoons Pod or Silver Spoons Podcast. So, all right, everyone have a wonderful rest rest of the weekend. Uh, mine was a doozy at 2, at 2 a.m. this morning. This is Saturday, today. Our power went out and we thought there was an impending storm, which... I don't think it's really hit yet, but no, it was due to some person hitting a pole with their car and knocked out our power from like 2.30 in the morning until I think I finally got restored around 10.30. And mind you, this is January in the Mitten Street. So, um, yeah. Chilly, chilly, chilly. And we got we got our fur babies. We got my cat, Quinn. We got London, the rabbit. We have Liesl, the hamster. And it's just, we have Liesl and London's cages covered. So that way, especially in the wintertime, we put an extra blanket on there to keep them warm. But it's just like, if the furnace ain't running and everything, and the temperature, I think, we normally keep it at like 71. But the temperature I noticed, like, when, when I came down at 2.30 in the morning, I looked at the, the thermometer, it was 66 degrees. And then by the time that Jeremy got up around, like, 8 or 9, it was 63 degrees. So, luckily, by the time I rewoke back up around 10.30, it was, the furnace had come on, the lights had come back on, and it, the temperature in the house was slowly climbing back up where it needed to be when the furnace kicked on so it's like uh, I got podcasting stuff I gotta do today I don't want to lose power <laughs> but yeah it's just gonna... it's funny is because the reason I woke up at like two in the morning because I sleep with my fan on in the winter time because I need the white noise I mean be it's because the fan stopped running that I woke up because it was so quiet and it's just like, uh, and the thing is, I don't seem to fall asleep till after like 
1, one thirty in the morning. So I'd only been sleeping for like, if even an hour at that point. So it's just like, and you know your power off. The last thing you're like, you can think of like, oh, I guess I can go back to sleep. But it's like, it's forever on your mind. Like you don't want your pipes to freeze if it's really cold. You don't want your fur babies to suffer or anything like that. And it's just like, <laughs> So I'm just... I'm hoping that we don't lose power again due to the storm because losing power, you don't realize how good you have it until you don't have power and you were in the dark with flashlights or candles and you got nothing. It's like, you better have your cell phone juiced up because that usage, it's going to suck your battery dry. (laughs) So yeah, but I'm just happy things are good. And uh, I wish all of you guys just, hopefully, if you guys are dealing with winter issues, just make sure you got stuff stocked. I mean, it isn't going to matter. Your power goes out. Everything in your fridge is going to be, like, gone. But, mm. okay, everybody. So you've heard my sad sob story about uh, losing power. So I hope you enjoy this episode. (laughs) Bye-bye, everybody.